Young King. Welcome to the cast today. Recording live from Chat, Tennessee. How are y'all doing? Yay! Go you. Follow me on Twitter at KingLit93. Thank you. If this is your first time joining, welcome to the tribe. <laughs> we got a great podcast for y'all. This one's going to go a bit longer. Um, for various reasons. Um... Thank you guys for tuning in. You know, life life just passes quickly. <laughs> I'm doing a bra giveaway. Send me pics of your boobs and I'll see if I have something that fits you. What did the burglar say after he broke into Fort Knox by exploding a bomb? Edit. Wow, this blew up. Thanks for the gold. Archaeologists in Egypt have unearthed a tomb containing a mummy covered in chocolate and nuts. Excited, they believe it is the remains of the long-lost pharaoh rock. I poured root beer in a square glass. Now I just have beer. You know, today I learned... Today I learned squirrels were originally placed in U.S. cities as a way to reconnect city dwellers with nature. Today I learned why Magikarp evolved to Gyarados Pokemon. It is based on the ancient Asian legend where a koi overcomes a waterfall and is rewarded by turning into a golden dragon. Today I learned that in Finland, citizens legally have the right to internet connection, similar to getting education and healthcare. Today I learned the last Civil War veteran's widow died in 2004 at the age of 97. She married the 81-year-old vet in 1927 when she was 21, and he was 81. Today I learned that in 1997, Pope John Paul II had nominated St. Isidore of Seville to be the patron saint of the Internet, a 7th century theologian encyclopedist who tried to record everything ever known. Ha <laughs> Yes, sir. Ha <laughs> ha, that's mean. What's the difference between anything serious and 25 unwashed juggalo dicks? Your mama never takes anything serious. Oh my god. What do you get when you cross a black man with the octopus? I don't know either, but it sure can it pick cotton. My friend says, my brother is retarded. I replied, runs in the family, huh? Dad jokes. What do you call glasses for your balls? Spectacles. In college, I was so broke I couldn't afford the electricity bill. Those were the darkest days of my life. A guy just told me that my wife and daughter look like sisters. I told him, well, they were separated at birth. Cop, I'm arresting you for illegally downloading the entire Wikipedia. Man, wait, I can explain everything. Carried our dog into the bedroom where my daughter was on the PlayStation today. Said to her with a very sad look on my face, I'm going to have to put the dog down. 
She looks horrified and almost in tears and asked why. Because she's getting heavy, I said as I put the dog on the floor and walked away. Aww. Relationship advice. told me that sex with me is lame and he wants something different but won't tell me what he needs we haven't been together getting along all year we've been together since we're 16 17 we are now married female 32 male 33 he's always screaming at me and gets mad easy everything i do annoys him lately sex has been horrible he now has a wandering eye watches women a lot i told him it hurts me he told me that he's a man that's what men do we we're talking about our sex life earlier he got frustrated told me that our sex life is lame he said it was a chore. He wanted me to do more things. He wanted it different. The thing is, I've run out of ideas. We've done every kinky thing under the sun. These activities are mostly my idea. It's been a rough year, so I haven't kept at it. Sex is now a bit vanilla. After he told me this, I'd asked him, what else can we do? Is there something else he likes? I'm willing to try it. He told me to figure it out myself. He shouldn't have to tell me how to make it different. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do to make it different. We've done toys, different places in the house, different positions, role playing. After 15 years of sex together, we're at a standstill. Y'all need a threesome. I told him he's refusing to communicate this to me. He said nothing else to me, and so I left to hit the gym. He was mad that I left. I guess there was nothing else to talk about. Kind of hurt, though. What do you guys think? Is this marriage over? Question mark. By Turquoise Moon on Relationship Advice Reddit. <clears throat> Top comment. Sounds like he married a man-child. If he's already blatantly looking at other women and wanting something new outside of you, then let him go. It's not worth staying in something that is only tearing you down, not meeting your needs. He's not wanting to work things work on things or else he'd be discussing it with you in a different manner y'all feel me uh-huh uh-huh yep relationship advice i 20 years old female was dumped by my 20 year old male boyfriend of one and a half years via snapchat the breakup was completely out of the blue we go to the same college and spring break just started. He messaged me two days ago into spring break and just blindsided me with this. When I asked him why, he couldn't do this face to face. He told me that he could, see him, he could see himself spending the rest of his life with me. And if he had done it face to face, I would have been able to talk him out of it. Am I right to think he's a bit of a coward or was his approach to the breakup okay? He was a total coward. I'm sorry he did that to you. If he comes home and gets sorry and wants you back, beware. I'm sorry that happened to you. He probably wanted to be free to do whatever he wanted on spring break. Definitely a crappy way to end it. You're young with your whole life ahead of you. You probably have to kiss a few, few more frogs before you find the right guy, but this ex is very immature. You should feel relieved. He showed his true colors right now before it went any further. Yup. Stay in tuned. Stay informed. UVA basketball team declines to visit White House after winning the championship. A hiker did not survive his last climb. His loyal dog barked by his side until rescuers found him. Would-be carjacker fatally shot by concealed carry holder in South Loop. China dismantles 30 million fake Lego gangs.
the CIA has shared its first post on Instagram. Top comment. Felt cute. Might topple a democratically elected government. Fake German heiress Anna Sorokin convicted of biking, bilking banks hotels. section for you guys. Am I the asshole? A-I-T-A. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for dismantling the bed and taking it elsewhere rather than sleep on the couch? This happened over the past few hours, so my wife and I started bickering because I forgot to buy her favorite kind of ice cream both times I went grocery shopping this month. I told her I'd go out and get some, but she started yelling at me. She works a really stressful job, so I just figured it was that. She didn't want me to go and make a trip to the store just for the ice cream, where our local food store is about an hour and a half away, living in a rural place sucks. I insisted. She said no. I said I wouldn't worry about it then. She got mad, said she would go get it, that if I could sleep on the couch. I told her, I'd be goddamned. I bought the bed, and if you have a problem, you can sleep on the couch. She countered with the fact that her name is on the lease, so it's her roof, and I wouldn't be sleeping on the bed under her roof. By this point, it's escalated pretty bad just because of a childish quarrel, but I decided to take it a bit further. When she was gone, I took apart the entire bed and drove it to my friend's house. I'm currently laying in it, and I'm about to turn my phone off to avoid the oncoming storm. Am I the asshole? You're both assholes for acting like children rather than having a productive discussion like adults. But you're the bigger asshole for literally taking the bed apart and bailing out to a buddy's house. Your actions remind me of a kid that says, you won't play fair in the sandbox. I'm taking my toys and going home. <laughs> All right, one more. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for laughing at a friend's tattoo? So my friend decided to steal a famous tattoo artist's tattoo and get it done by her brother in a basement. It's shit. I will not show it as I have no photos of her one, but she got one of the ones that a famous tattoo has. She goes to show me as she is mad that her brother did a shit job, and I start laughing and go, that's what you get for stealing someone's tattoo and getting it done by your brother. She left and is now super mad. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Make stupid decisions, get stupid results. Yeah, buddy. Stunt like a big shot. Everything cool. Guys, you ever just sing in the shower? You know, a lot of thoughts come to me when I'm in the shower. I get these, you know, shower, shower thoughts. Uh, <clears throat> in 500 years time, this will probably be known as the oil age. If surnames like Smith or Baker were based on occupation, the Dickinsons have some explaining to do. If snakes are danger noodles, Barbed wire is a harm slinky. Interesting.
soccer. Basel fans not buying any tickets for Swiss Cup final because tickets starting at $40. So they're selling tickets themselves for $30. We'll walk to the stadium for the game and offer the Swiss FA the collected money. The FA can take it and let them in or turn the money and fans down. Life pro tips. Go to thrift stores in affluent areas. They tend to have more higher quality slash designer goods for cheap prices. Life pro tip. Always send your Word documents in PDF format. Different versions of Word can interpret the document differently. All your hard work formatting and making your documents pretty may be ruined. It also prevents the recipient seeing the edit history. Life pro tip. Rinse off cans and frozen vegetables and a colander before using. For frozen veggies, this reduces freezer burn flavor, and for canned, it reduces the brine flavor. Life pro tip. Wasp spray serves as a good, cheap self-defense weapon. It's effective at long distances and is not considered a weapon by law enforcement. It can be purchased at box box stores and is inexpensive. Life pro tip. Do not buy airline tickets from websites like Expedia or Orbit. Always buy the tickets directly from the airline carrier. If you need to make a change to your flight or you need a refund, the carrier won't grant it since the ticket was bought from a third party. Life pro tip. Sometimes sometimes three right turns are easier than one left turn. Life pro tip, if you have a song stuck in your head, sing the end of it and it'll help. Life pro tip, always set your passcode to alphanumeric. You can still set your birthday or other numbers as the code, but it will be harder to guess. Life pro tip, if you're in an awkward slash uncomfortable group conversation, say, on a more serious note, and then say an obviously surface level statement or question. It makes for a non-awkward transition and can make people laugh. Life pro tip. If you work for a big corporation, try not to share too much personal info with your managers. Knowing you have kids at home or just got married or just purchased a house may give insight to a bad manager to overwork you without knowing you may not leave as easily as you would if you without obligations. Life pro tip, when shopping for quality items that you want, not just to do a job, but to do it well, keep in mind that the average reviewer likely hasn't used better, and thus most five-star reviews are meaningless. Life pro tip, as soon as you can legally do so, make sure that no one else has access to your bank accounts. Amazing the number of stories I see where parents have misused money held in the bank accounts of their children. In the UK, children can have savings accounts at 7 and current accounts at 11. The only reason anyone over 18 should let anyone have access to their bank accounts is if they're not capable of managing it themselves. Parents have no reason to see what you're spending your money on or to handle your account in any way. Life pro tip. Find and claim your missing money. 
ever moved, have any closed accounts, maybe you forgot about that stock you bought 10 years ago, this is for you. Google your state missing money to pull up your state's database, likely.gov, search your name, claim your money. Then search for your family, tell them they have money to claim, you're welcome. Life pro tip, if you're reheating a burrito, croissant, or other similar item in the oven, crumple the tin foil before you wrap it. The small air pockets will prevent it from sticking and being soggy, thereby giving you a more delectable item after it's reheated. Do not do this with a microwave. Life pro tip, have a bunch of nickels and dimes you want to easily turn into quarters, put them into a vending machine and press the return coin button. It will return quarters if you have enough change. Life pro tip, adopting a lens of curiosity will help lessen the impact of something bad. It will become more interesting than harmful. Y'all feel me? Scenic city. Good hiking trails not too far away. I'm going to take a couple hiking trips in May. I'm trying to figure out where are some good spots to go that aren't too far away. Preferably ones with a good view or a waterfall have some nice scenery. Fall Creek Falls. There are some trails on Lookout Mountain, if I recall. Princess Cooper isn't too far away. And Fiery Gizzard Trail is very nice on Mount Eagle. You can type in waterfalls on Google Maps and it will show you many falls. Most of them have trails associated with them. Cloudland Canyon is still probably my favorite area overall. Group meet. Anyone want to meet up? This is from one day ago. Anyone want to meet up and have a group dinner here in a little while? Top comment. This is a smaller sub, so I would suggest setting a date a little further out and posting a few times leading up to it for visibility. I would definitely come, but I moved into Atlanta this weekend. Tennis courts. I've been playing at the Chat State tennis courts recently and I like those a lot. Are there any courts in town that have a practice wall? The Champions Club has a practice wall not connected to a court, but I think you have to pay to use their courts. Beautiful day. How are you enjoying the day in and around Chattanooga? Just finished up a beautiful trail run. May grab a beer later downtown. Look for some live music or check out a lookouts game. What's going on Chattanooga? How are you spending this gorgeous Friday? Just did a six mile trail run out at the nature reserve by Volkswagen. Absolutely beautiful, gorgeous day. Chattanooga Red Wolves Stadium to be located in East in Eastridge. How long does it take for Chat State to process applications? I'm waiting to get a counselor signed for CAS classes, but I can't because Chat State is processing my application, transferring from UTC, and I have no additional documents that need to be submitted. Does anyone know how long the process takes? Mine from UTK got stuck in limbo for a hot second when I transferred. Uh, it may take about one week. Student Center may be able to help. Post from yesterday, apartments, Chattanooga Studio Apartments. Hey guys, as the title said, I'm looking for a studio apartment to rent out come August. My rent right now in the house I live in is around $600 utilities, and I know studio is not that cheap, but I could see myself affording an extra $200, so, so I'm looking for a suggested 
Obviously want to hear about the cheapest options, but also places to avoid. Thanks, chat fam. Try any of the complexes on Mountain Creek Road, or you could try East Ridge or Brainerd. If you want to live downtown, Passenger Flats is your cheapest option, $800 with free utilities. Yes, I'm quickly realizing that is my best option. Internet is included, or you could get your EPV connection. Most of the construction is done, so that's a lot better. The parking lot's gated now with the sign slots. I lived at Passenger Flats for the past year. I really liked it. I definitely recommend it if it's in your price range. What's new at the farm? Music festival life. Bonnaroo. Ooh, ooh. FAQ Friday, April 26th. What is the Miller Lite stage and area called this year? I do know PBR is our beer sponsor this year. The more I think of Lonely Island, the more excited I get to see them live. How fun is this show going to be? Can't wait for thousands of people to shout, I'm on a boat, motherfucker, don't you ever forget. I legitimately think it will be peak experience of the weekend. Life experience rewers, check in. Just for fun, I want to hear from some of the older rue people getting ready for another weekend of acting slightly less old than other people at the same age. I'm 46 and to find that number is one of my big reasons for attending my fourth consecutive Bonnaroo. 51, going for my third time this year. Love it. So much good new and old music. And of course, the party and all the fun, fury-spirited people. If one isn't diligent, musical taste can atrophy with age, devolving into stale nostalgia. Root allows a complete reboot. I came back after my first year feeling 20 years younger. If you'll permit some hippie shit, I feel that the psychedelic group mind is a regenerating, evolving amoeba-like entity and it lands every year on the farm. I love it. Question for the Rue slash Camping Fest vets. Maybe this is an unnecessary question, but I'm seeing a lot of people say to bring a tarp or big outdoor rug to lay down under your canopy. For the sake of saving space, more so with a rug, is it totally necessary? Rue is the grass that unbearable to walk around with bare feet. Some of it is just straight up hay and can break your shoes, be uncomfortable. A space is a concern, a tarp is a viable option and what I use every year. I also bring a handheld broom and dustpan to clear any messes. It is absolutely necessary. The campground is a hayfield, which is mowed a few days before the fest. The ground is a lot of sharp, angle-cut, woody stalks. Prioritize your comfort. You need to be able to take your shoes off. Go to anywhere and buy an area rug or carpet remnant for $20. <clears throat> what does the schedule look like? <clears throat> On Thursday, June 13th, through 16, 2019 in Manchester, Tennessee. So <clears throat> on that Thursday, you've got from earlier time to later, Peach Pit, Caroline Rose, Keller and the Electric Joint, McGee, Heckler, Rolling Blackouts, The Nude Party, Eproom, Magic City Hippies, Saba, Rock the Casbah, Schlump, Case Bloom on Friday. Monsieur Perrine, Ida May, Lola Kirk, Las Cavateras, Catfish Bottleman, AJR, Grizz, Gojira, Courtney Barnett, Soak, Ducky, Los Colones, Full Service Party, Merced, Boom Bap, Nightmare, Girl Talk, Grizz, Packet Courts. Saturday, 
Honey Harper, Full Service Party, Odessa, National, Post Malone, Lonely Island, Gucci Mane, Zoo, Grammatic, Lily, On Sunday, Trampled by Turtles, Fish, King and Princess, Cardi B, G. Jones, Sid, Jared in the Mill, Patrick Droney. You know? That's life. And that's what's going on. must-dos for newbies. You finally took the jump and bought your first ever ticket to Bonnaroo. You did it and you're about to have the best weekend of your life. Oh man, what I would do be able to relive my first year on the farm. The magic, the people, the food, it was just all so glorious. It's a place you truly have to go in order to experience the pure allurement that oozes from every inch of that place. As spectacular as my first year was, I missed out on a ton of stuff that could have made the perfect weekend even more memorable. There's a ton of stuff constantly going on in Bonnaroo, so it's easy to get overwhelmed and you might miss out on some amazing experiences. Don't fret, we're here to help you make the most out of your trip to Manchester, Tennessee. Bonnaroo topped our list for the best music festivals of 2018 for multiple reasons. First of all, the lineup has been and continues to be insanely impressive. One can easily fulfill their days and nights with music spanning every genre, but there's more to an amazing music festival than just music. Being able to partake in those extra activities and finding those special little moments will help you have the best Bonnaroo possible. This isn't about preparing for a music festival, that's a whole other conversation. I'm hoping you have the basic festival essentials, stuff like a cooler, water, sunscreen, snacks, good shoes, etc. You won't have a good time at your first brew if you're sunburned and dehydrated come Thursday night. It's all about making the very most out of your first ever route. Follow this super simple guide. We guarantee you have the best bonner you can ever have from musicfestnews.com written by John Ferreira. <clears throat> Wander alone somewhere at some point. Change the lock screen on your phone. Eat an Amish donut at night. Ride the Ferris wheel. Nap under a tree in Centaroo. Go in the fountain. Get weird. It's okay to miss a set. Dance until sunrise a minimum of one time. Shower. Bring something cool to hand out. Explore the campground. If you see the parachute, go under the parachute. Post Malone Saturday. Fish on Sunday. Childish Gambino. Odessa. Guys, it's pretty lit. Let's dive into your guide. It took me three years of Bonnaroo to finally ride the Ferris wheel, mainly because I hate lines with all of my being. My wife wanted to ride ride as the sun was setting, so we grabbed her tickets and waited. Seeing the farm from up there with the sun wandering behind the tree line was perfect. Change the lock screen on your phone. Nothing can really jam a stick in your spokes as much as losing your phone. Thankfully, 99% of people will happily give it back to you if they know how to find you. Change your background on your lock screen to have your name and a few friends' phone numbers on it. That way, if you drop it or if it pops out of your pocket during Space Jesus, Whoever finds it will be able to easily locate you. I also suggest having the daily schedule on your phone as part of your lock screen or at least as a series of saved photos. It will make it way easier to navigate during your day. You can make a note on your phone that shows your schedule for that day and add in your friend's contact info. Yeah, super group Wednesday and Sunday night parties. Their camp is a site to behold in itself. Every year, around 100 Bonnaroovians get together to form this massive campsite, circus tent and all. 
On the first night of Rue, when not much else is happening, Supergroup kicks off the festivities night. A variety of DJs will play in the wee hours of morning. Supergroup, get weird. Wander alone somewhere at some point. This is something I didn't do at my first Rue, but after heeding the advice of some Bonnaroo veterans, I decided to do it at my second Rue. As awesome as my group was and is, there's something freeing about wandering around Bonnaroo alone. Don't make plans, don't have a set destination, just wander and let life happen. You never know what awesome moment is just waiting around the corner for you. Then whenever you decide to try and find your group again, you will have a story to tell. Y'all feel me? It's just life, and that's how we live in. Bonnaroo is a lot of fun. Reality is a condition caused by the absence of Bonnaroo. Atlanta's 12 seasons, winter, full spring, second winter, spring of deception, third winter, the pollening, actual spring, summer, hell's front porch, false fall, second summer, actual fall. Atlanta weekly events thread, April 22nd. This Friday, One Up Comedy presents 10 Buck Comedy at the Highland Inn and Ballroom Lounge. Each week we bring in 10 surprise guest comics for just $10. Past drop-ins have included comics seen on Comedy Central, Adult Swim, Last Comic Standing, and pretty much every late night show. Keep the lineup a secret so we can keep the price so low. Use promo code Reddit to get tickets for only $7. Shows 18 up, no drink minimums, plus free parking. Inman Park Festival happening all weekend. Second ever ATL Green Team Cleanup is this Saturday at 10 a.m. ATL Burger Week, $5 burgers. Other World Encounter will be in Atlanta Wednesday through Sunday until May 5th. It's a huge sci-fi immersive art experience that can be explored and touched. Moving slash what to do in Atlanta. Hi all, typically we remove most moving slash what to do posts if they're easily answered by previous posts. Problem is at this point we've been removing them for so long that a lot of the useful and up-to-date information is not so useful and up-to-date. So for the next month, we're going to be letting them fly so that we can build up some good information for people. Those who would like to help out, we appreciate your input. Atlanta is a growing and dynamic city. I found that recommendations to colleagues visiting Atlanta changes about every six months. Maybe open up a mega thread as a regular cadence. Claremont Lounge. 
drink beer and get to know nice, good-looking people. That's what I do every weekend here in Atlanta. The Atlanta beer bus is a great way to learn about all the breweries in town. The new Circle Lounge. Another perfect evening at Piedmont Park. Mm-hmm. Big Apple, New York City, New York City. <clears throat> Guys, the New York City Survival Guide. Tips and recommendations from real New York Redditors. Congratulations, you're coming to New York City. Whether you're moving here, just visiting, or even a local looking for new experiences, try out this is ever-expanding list composed of personal recommendations for your fellow visitors. A bit more about the city for those not familiar with it. Getting around, weekends, nights, delays, other inconveniences, safety, paying for public transport, transit etiquette, driving in the city, airports for people moving to the city, things to do, Brooklyn, Russian, Middle Eastern, attractions, Manhattan, we break it down. We give it to you guys. Let's get dive deep. <clears throat> a bit about the city for those not familiar with it. New York is much more than just Manhattan, even though Manhattan's amazing. It's divided into five boroughs across three islands, Manhattan and the Bronx above it, then Staten Island, flooding close to New Jersey, Brooklyn, Queens are adjacent to each other, technically on the same landmass as Long Island. Long Island isn't part of New York City, though. Some of us are lucky enough to live in Manhattan. It's become rather unaffordable lately, so many New Yorkers live in the outer boroughs and commute into Manhattan for work. It can be quite a long commute. It's not uncommon to spend an hour or more on public transport. Unfortunately, with rising rent prices and real estate prices, many people are even being priced out of the outer boroughs. <clears throat> you understand? There are two kinds of trains, local and express. Local trains stop at every station marked with either a black dot or an open circle, and express trains stop at only major stations marked with an open circle on the map. Some trains are express in some neighborhoods and not others. Each station marked on the map will say which line stopped there. So, for example, Broadway Lafayette will say BDFM in small letters when you look at it on a map. Recently, the MTA app has been updated with the scheduled time for each train. It's mostly accurate. There are also countdown clocks in most stations now. It's a rather recent development, so there are still some errors sometimes. There will be handy subway maps posted in each subway car and usually at least one on each subway platform. You can also get a map app on your phone or get a paper copy from a station agent. New York's public transportation system is fairly comprehensive. Many natives here don't even own a car. When getting around, a maps app on your phone will be your best friend. Google and Apple Maps are completely integrated with the subway and bus lines, so they can tell you the usually fastest route to get from point A to point B. Just make sure you specify that you're looking for public transportation on your app. Unfortunately, rising rent prices, real estate prices, many people are even being priced out of the outer boroughs. Lots of people live in Long Island or New Jersey and commute into the city for work. Because of some public transportation quirks, sometimes that commute is even shorter than from within the city itself. 
Each borough has its own unique culture, which can be seen everywhere from the architecture to the demographics of the people who live there. Even within the same borough, neighborhood divisions can be very clearly observed. So you might find yourself surrounded with Russian restaurants and Brighton Beach, then travel towards Gravesend to find kosher food, and then turn towards Vincent Worth to find a mix of Italian and Chinese restaurant all in an hour's walk. There are two kinds of trains, local and express. Local trains stop at every station. Train directions are usually called out as borough bound. So if you're in Brooklyn and want to go north, you take a Manhattan bound train. If you're in the Bronx and want to go south, you also take a Manhattan bound train. If you're in the borough where the line ends, they will say station bound instead of borough bound. So if you're taking the Brooklyn bound F for Manhattan, once you pass into Brooklyn, they will start to say Coney Island, Stillwell Ave bound F local train. It's a little confusing at first, but if you get lost, you can always ask a local to help you. We usually don't fight. It's worth noting that all, not all station entrances have access to both train directions. Sometimes when you swipe in, you'll only have access to the Queensbound platform, not Manhattanbound. If that happens to you, you can either exit the station and pay to swipe in again, or beg the station agent to let you in for free. Or you can take the train in the wrong direction until you reach a station where the platforms are connected. Ask a local where the next station with the connected mezzanine is. Someone will probably know. Weekends, nights, and delays. New York City public transportation isn't really well run, except the fact that your train will probably be late. Give yourself some extra time if you have to be somewhere. I give myself 10 minutes of buffer per 30 minutes of expected travel time. This includes the time to wait for the train to come to my station and time for the inevitable mid-transit delays for construction, train traffic, and the occasional medical event. At night, the trains come less frequently and occasionally switch routes. There will usually be notices posted about any changes that affect particular lines of stations. Look for the posters on pillars on the walls in each station. They're usually in multiple languages. On weekends, they cram in all the construction they can't do during weekdays. Some trains stop running, others switch routes. Always check the mta.info for the latest updates for heading out. And of course, the subreddit has a handy guide of the weekly changes posted as a sticky comment. <clears throat> other inconveniences. People will ask you for money. One important thing to note is that begging for money on the trains is very, very common. It's nearly impossible to avoid. Some people will come around with a sad story. Others will do a performance and ask for tips afterwards. Some of these people might be genuinely talented performers. Some might be genuinely down on their luck. Some are using easy subway money as a way to feed addiction. You're not obligated to give anyone money, even if they go up to you, look you in the eyes, and ask for it. Just say sorry and then move on. If you don't plan on giving money, don't watch the performance or make eye contact with the people asking. If you partake in their story slash performance by paying attention, they'll usually come up to you directly afterwards to ask for your money and make a hostile if you don't give it to them. Whether you give or not is up to you, but it's technically illegal for people to solicit money on the subway in the first place due to inconvenience to cause daily commuters to have to move out of the way for acrobatic performances or to hear sad stories about destitute people every 10 minutes. If you really want to help the homeless people, your money will likely be better used if you buy them necessities such as food, slash socks, toothbrushes, rather than hand them cash. Don't be afraid to get off the train and wait for another one. If you're having an unpleasant experience with another passenger, the car is too crowded. You can also switch train cars when the train stops. If you see someone who is potentially dangerous, alert conductor or police officer. Safety. Guys, this is the comprehensive New York Reddit survival guide. Survival guide in New York City, Manhattan, David ATL, exclusive to the podcast, exclusive Young King, giving you the lowdown on New York City. <clears throat> Guys, New York City is an amazing place, but it's best to be enjoyed, be safe while you're there. A lot of people think the gritty 70s and 80s when they think about New York City. 
safety. It's really not that way anymore. The city is largely very safe with crime rates continuing to drop because 24 seven public transport is such an integral part of life. There are always people walking around any hour. There are very few places with deserted streets and alleyways. Most of the city is fairly well lit. For the most part, people keep to themselves. It's very safe to travel here, even if you're alone. Especially guys, if you're super lost, you can go to the uh, public park uh, in the middle of Manhattan. As with all things, common sense does play a part. Walking around will obviously be safe in the middle of the afternoon than at 2 a.m. Check out crime stats in neighborhoods before you plan an excursion there. As with all big cities, it's wise to keep a hand on your purse, not carry wallets and phones in your back pocket, and avoid carrying valuables in large open purses or beach bags. If you want to go somewhere but you're getting a bad vibe, turn around, trust your gut. Don't leave valuables in plain sight in your parked car and lock your car doors, but it's more of a precaution than anything. I've lived here for five years now and only once has someone attempted to pickpocket me. Even then, he politely apologized and scampered away when I noticed him. If you are the victim of a crime, contact the NYPD right away by dialing 911 on any phone. There are also emergency intercom buttons and subway cars which can be used to contact the train's conductor. You can use this to report harassment crimes, business packages, etc. <clears throat> How the hell do you get around in New York City? Paying for public transport? To get around the public transportation, you need a metro card. You can buy these at the train stations either from... And a note on safety, maybe carry a knife with you guys. If you're a guy or a girl, just maybe just have a knife on you just in case. Or a small taser. <clears throat> but uh, public transport, paying for public transport, you need a metro card. You can buy it at train stations either from the station agent. They'll be behind booths in most stations, but not all of them. Uh, and this guide is important, guys, because New York, it's at 8 million people. So... Uh, it can be overwhelming if you don't know anything about it beforehand. So try to find a local, um, you know, new cards have a hundred, oh, excuse me, a $1 fee. You can also pick them up off the ground and refill them if you're tight on cash. Um, you can do them from the booth or the automated kiosk with credit cards. You can either load money on the Metro card and pay per ride. 275 for each swipe into a station or onto a bus or get a weekly or monthly unlimited card. The unlimited card are generally worth it if you plan on taking the subway at least twice a day for the duration of your stay. They work by charging you an upfront fee at the time of writing this, it's $32 for a week or $120 for a month. And you can swipe the card as much as you want during the time you paid for. If you're thinking, great, I'll just get one weekly unlimited pass for my entire family and we can all swipe in, hold your horses. The unlimited card has a 10 minute reset button time between swipes. So while that can be done, it will take a long time and you might get yelled at by the MTA. And bus drivers aren't going to put up with that either. So it's best to have a separate unlimited card for everyone in your party. If you won't be traveling that much, just load the card with money and paper ride. You can refill it at any kiosk in a station or with the station agent, cash only. One technicality to be aware of is free transfers. Swiping onto a bus gets you a free transfer either to the subway or to another bus. Swiping onto a subway gets you one free bus transfer, but no free train transfers. To use that free transfer, just swipe your car like normal within an hour or so of the first swipe. It will say free transfer okay on the display and you can continue. There's only one free transfer per paid swipe, so if you have to take three buses, you would pay on the first and third. If you want to have a free transfer between subway lines, you have to take the train to a station where you can access the right lines and travel to the right platform without exiting any turnstiles. Once you leave through a turnstile, you have to pay to get back into any station. Guys, this is the New York Travel Guide. This is the must-have guide if you want to survive in New York. Listen to this. Transit etiquette. 
let others off the train before you shove your way on. At the same time, don't be afraid to speak up if you need to push through people. New York's a little rough. Don't be afraid to throw some elbows. If you need to get off the train, can't get to the door, loudly say excuse me and kind of gently push your way through. You may have to repeat it a few times. Don't take up more seats than you have to if there are people waiting for seats. Don't smell bad. Don't throw your trash on the ground. Always use headphones when listening to something. Give up seats for people who look like they need it more than you do, including the elderly, pregnant woman, little kids, or people who just look like they had a rough day. <clears throat> Driving in the city, I don't recommend it. People here drive really aggressively in one of the less stressful neighborhoods to drive in. If you have to drive through Manhattan, and soon you're going to have to pay to drive into Manhattan. I hope you brought some anxiety medication. If you must get somewhere by car, I highly recommend taking a cab or a ride-sharing service like Uber or Lyft or Tesla's new ride-sharing program coming up. If you do bring a car, it's important to know the parking laws. Uh, like I said, uh, Manhattan is they're implementing a pay-to-drive-into-Manhattan uh, law soon. In most parts of the city, there's something called alternate side street parking where you have to move your car on certain days to make way for the street cleaners. So you'll see a handy sign that says no parking Thursday from 11.30 to 1 p.m. or something. If you park on that side of the street during those hours, you'll get a fat ticket. If you find a parking spot, be sure to check the entire block for those signs. Sometimes there are some bleeps and difficult to read. Don't block hydrants either. If you have to stop the car temporarily, pull it in front of a hydrant and make someone wait in the car with the hazard lights on. Be a little bit away from the curb, but don't block the road. If you double park, everyone will hate you. If you don't have to double park, have someone in the car waiting so they can move the car if necessary. Guys, you want to fly into New York from the airport? New York City is serviced by three main airports, JFK and LaGuardia, both in Queens, and Newark in New Jersey. JFK is very large and well organized. It's not too hard to get in and out by cab or car. I wouldn't recommend long-term parking for people who bring cars in. It's cheaper to park in another neighborhood, taking care to observe street cleaning sides and take a cab in. Not all neighborhoods even have street cleaning. I usually park in Sheep's Shed Bay without street cleaning and get a ride from there. It's also easy to access by public transport. Just take the Air Tram, which connects to the A-Line at Howard Beach JFK Airport and the EJZ and Long Island Railroad lines at Shupkin Boulevard, Archer Ave, JFK Airport. Newark is a smaller airport and gets less traffic. It's very easy to get in and out via cab or car. Probably my favorite airport. LaGuardia is a mess. I avoid it at all costs. They have a lot of traffic due to construction in the airport and high traffic around it. Terminals aren't very nice. It might be better once the construction is over, but I still avoid it. It's the comprehensive king guide to New York City survival. For people moving to the city, Moving here is overwhelming at first, and the real estate scene is very hard to navigate. If you're looking to rent an apartment, as most people are, you won't likely find any listings that stick around for more than a month or two. You should start scouting real estate listing sites like Zillow, Trulia, and Realtor long before to get a feel for what's available in your price range. But don't go all out and fall in love with an apartment that won't be there when you're ready to move. Also, know that a lot of listings, especially ones that have been posted for over two months, are fake. They post amazing apartments at great prices to get you to call and then say, that one isn't available, but I have another one you'll like. Don't deal with any realtors who use those tactics. When you want to see an apartment, there are two ways to do it. The first is with a realtor. If you end up renting an apartment you see with a realtor, they will likely expect a realtor's fee, which is usually one month's rent paid by the renter. If you've seen New York City prices, that's usually from one and a half to $3,000 just to open a door for you and sign some papers. The reason it's so high is because you're paying for their time spent and all the people they showed the apartment to who didn't end up getting it. Yes, it's unfair, but if you're in a crunch and all the time to find an apartment yourself, it may be the best option. Avoiding realtor fees can be difficult, but it's possible. First, look for no-fee listings where the landlord pays the fee. 
Secondly, you can go on foot to buildings you like and call the management's number. This is usually posted in the doorbell area or by the mailboxes. You can ask them about upcoming vacancies and for an application if you like the building. You can also try and find the building super as he can show you around, let you see vacant apartments, and sometimes even give you applications. Not all buildings will have rentals. Many buildings are condos or co-ops where each apartment is owned separately. During the renting process, you can expect to pay application fees, usually in the neighborhood of $100 to cover credit checks. You will likely be expected to verify your identity, your credit, and your income level by showing bank account statements or pay stubs. New York City has a rule that you must make 40, 40, 40, 40 times the rent to qualify for an apartment or have a guarantor that makes 80 times the rent. Most management companies count gross income for this, but some look for net. When your application is accepted, you can expect to come up with a cashier's check for one month's rent worth for security deposit, as well as first month's rent. If you have a realtor fee, you must also pay that as well. Typically, you have to cop up two to three times the monthly rent at signing. If you have to pay any more than that, you're getting posed. You shouldn't pay cash deposits to reserve a spot before at least signing. Always be on the lookout for scams. Listen to your gut. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. If someone's pressuring you, walk away. Read the Tenant's Rights Guide so you're aware of what your rights are when living in a city apartment. These rules specifically apply to large buildings. Individual landlords renting small buildings will not have the same rules. Sometimes landlords will try to do sketchy things like ask for extra months of rent up front. That's illegal. They can owe you some serious fines if they take it, if you take it to the AG's office or housing authority. Things to do in New York City. What can you do in New York City? The following list is organized as follows. Guys, this is the comprehensive New York City survival guide. Things to do in New York City. Following list is organized as follows. Contains some recommendations, bureau, category, name, location, store description. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Russian, Asian. If you're in Brooklyn, check out Totomno's Pizza on Neptune Ave. Grimaldi's on Surf Ave. Spamuni Gardens, a pizza joint with outdoor seating. DFAR, Avenue J, world famous pizza. Russian, you want some Russian food, check out The View on Emmasbab, Brooklyn. If you want Middle Eastern, check out Istanbul Bay on 86th Street. Enjoy some of the city's best Euro kebabs at Istanbul, great. Their baklava is amazing. You want some Asian? Check out Little Moe's, Myrtle Avenue, Isharan, New York on Johnson Ave. You want Latin America? Check out Arapera Guacuco on 44 Irving Ave. Tortillera de los Hermanos on Star Street. Tacos, tortas, BYOB. You want vegetarian vegan? Go to the Vegetarian Palette on Washington Ave. Cheap vegan, really good. General, you can go to Smorgasbord on Atlantic, Seasonal Outdoor Food Market. Momonet on Knickerbocker Ave. Dollar Oysters. Attractions. Coney Island Boardwalk spans along the ocean. Access from the base of Ocean Parkway or along Surf Ave. From the boardwalk, you can take a breezy walk along the ocean. Uh, take a jog uh, on Central Park. Prospect Park, between Prospect Park West. Transit Museum, look at the history of New York City subway system at the Transit Museum. You can go inside retired train cars from every generation. Brooklyn Museum on Eastern Parkway. You, if you're in Manhattan, Manhattan, New York, restaurants, you want to go to Japanese, check out Reiku on 6th Street. Udon, a specialty spot. Go to Beer Papa's on Broadway, Japanese Cream Puffs. You want American food, Rag Trader Bo Peep on 36th Street. Keen Steakhouse on 36th, Incredible Steak, very famous mutton chops. If you want vegetarian vegan, go to Hangawi Vegan Korean Food on 32nd Street. Buddha Bodai, excellent vegetarian Chinese on Mulberry Street. 
Bombay Sandwich Co., Great Indian Bowls, Vegetarian Dim Sum on Pell Street, great place for vegetarians. Candle Cafe on 3rd Ave, more affordable sister restaurant of Candle Ave. If you want to see some attractions, go to One World Trade Center. If you aren't afraid of heights, you can pay a fee to visit the roof and catch the most phenomenal view of the city near the base of the World Trade Center. You can also visit the 9-11 Memorial and Museum at Greenwich Street. Or if you have VR set up with access to Google Earth, you can see it from the comfort of your house. The High Line. High Line is the last remnant of Manhattan's elevator rail lines, which have been turned into a beautiful walking path and park. It runs mostly parallel to 10th Ave. There are several entry points to the park. The clearest ones at the end of 10th and Gainsbourg, middle of 10th Ave, and 23rd. Central Park, a rectangle between Central Park West and 5th Ave, the Central Park North and West 59th Street. It's hard to miss on a map. Central Park is expansive and where New Yorkers come for lunch, jogs, dog walking, and a bit of peace and quiet away from the traffic sounds. There are serene lakes, little woods, the Central Park Zoo, the Boathouse, and many beautiful gardens. The American Museum of National History, Central Park West, 79th Street. World famous for a diverse collection of fossils, American Museum, Natural History, Archaeological Artifacts, Art from Around the World. MoMA Museum of Modern Art on 53rd Street. MoMA has a bit more challenging art exhibits than your traditional museum. Museum of Sex, 5th Ave. National Museum of Mathematics on 26th Street. Museum of Fit, Fashion Institute of Technology on 27th. If you hit up Queens, Queens, New York, you can go to the Houdini Restaurant, Laboratory Restaurant, Restaurants, Baker's Dozen Bagels, Decatur Street, and uh, Lefferts Boulevard. Attractions, Flushing Meadows, Corona Park for Queens, Attraction for Queens, Museums of the Moving Image on, 5th, on 35th. Go to the Bronx, check out the New York Botanical Garden, Southern Boulevard. Access via public transport or by car. They have a lovely holiday train show where miniature trains traverse amazing models. Hit up the Bronx Zoo on Southern Boulevard, one of the largest zoo in the U.S., world-renowned for its large and diverse animal collection. And if you go to Staten Island, it's basically suburbia. There's plenty of boardwalk malls and crowded lines at stores like Target and Trader Joe's are reasonable as opposed to taking all day. Expect to pay a hefty toll if you enter by car, like $25 without Easy Pass. Cheaper with it, and even cheaper if you have an SI resident Easy Pass. Staten Island Ferry is free, though. You can catch it near Bowling Green in Manhattan and lets you off at St. George. The ferry ride provides some excellent views of Lady Liberty, the lovely views of the Manhattan skyline. It takes about 30 minutes. Guys, thanks to you for listening to my comprehensive view of New York. Um, but uh, you want to go to the West Coast, life, baby. Lana Del Rey, um, Los Angeles, you know. Uh, Los Angeles is just a phenomenal uh, place um, and this week there's some amazing things to do if you are in LA uh, the 14th annual Thai New Year's Festival is this Sunday on the 28th going to have over 200 stalls of vendors and craft five stages for music a beauty pageant and even a kickboxing ring guys life is lit make sure you guys follow the podcast I'll give another more comprehensive view on LA later in this podcast we talked about New York, definitely visit Central Park, check it out, go with a friend, uh, ride the subways, just try some local pizza, and uh, thank you for tuning in, leave the star rating, a five-star rating if you liked it, share it with a friend, post it on your Facebook wall, thank you so much for tuning in, your support means everything, make sure you're subscribed, thank you for listening, and I love your face, stay tuned, and look forward to the episode tomorrow, go ahead and write your goals down immediately after listening, thank you, I love your face, stay strong.